Somebody decided to jump in, but uh, what she don't realize is I turned her mic down. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do. Yeah. Mm. I-, I wasn't chancing it this time. I turned her mic all the way down. She didn't even know. <laughs> Did you didn't even know. Welcome to the Dana Entertainment Presents the Pulp Paddle Podcast. My peas ain't as sharp this time because I, I moved the pop filter away from the microphone a little bit. Last time y'all was hearing all them peas, I got a little bit of feedback on that. But I am your, your I guess I'll say host, Rome E. Creek. The E stands for 11 because that's what episode this is. And my co-host, I turned her microphone back on. <laughs> <laughs> you want to introduce yourself again? Hey, co-host. No. Does, why are you trying to make the, Are you trying to sell t-shirts or something? Sure. You're trying to merchandise? <laughs> you, yeah, you know this job I'm in. It ain't guaranteed forever. Not, nothing's guaranteed. That's I, right. I just, I just read that in the, uh, one of the saws. Mm. But look, you got to say your name. Hey, y'all. It's Nish. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, like I said, welcome to the Dana Entertainment Presents Poor Pedal Podcast. Man, I'm so happy y'all are with us again for episode 11. We actually have a dog in the room. And, and, and uh, Nisha keep, like, flagging the dog. So she she's seems, over here eating sunflower seeds. Oh, God. I didn't know that. <laughs> Don't tell people that. Because she just cracked it. Like, uh, oh, no. If you tell people that, then people go, people going to report us. <laughs> I don't want them to report. Don't report us. We're not, we not letting the dog eat sunflower seeds. The dog bad. has free will. Okay. Dogs were blessed with free will. Just like every, everybody else on the planet, I guess. But yeah, the E stands for 11. That is my favorite number. Mine too. 11, 11. <laughs> yeah. Make a wish or something. Yes. You know, I was hope- born. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you were born 11, 11? I was born on November February, 11. No. You were born on November born 11. February 11. 1911. At 11, 11. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, play that number. Uh, don't, don't, we, we can't. We can't do that? No, we can't tell people to gamble. Uh, well. It's not good to gamble. Mm. <laughs> I, I, y'all gambled tuning into this show. Yeah, you did. But yeah, the, <laughs> you know, eleven has always has been one of my favorite numbers for a long time. Especially like you know, there was this one movie with Wesley Snipes and Benicio del Toro and uh, and uh, 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 Robert De Niro. And um, uh, spoiler alert: <laughs> this movie's from like the early nineties, uh, maybe the late eighties. But it was a movie where uh, Wesley Snipes and Benicio del Toro were arguing over a baseball number, and it was number eleven. And I remember uh, Benicio del Toro was like. Numero once. He had a tattoo of Route 11. And then Robert De Niro chopped the skin. He chopped his tattoo off and gave it to Wesley Snipes. Wow. It was called The Fan. Wait, wait. So he gave the skin of a white man 
to Wesley Snipes. Well, Benicio Del Toro ain't white. He's but he just, ain't Wesley Snipes. Well, he just gave him, he, he was just like, <laughs> hey, here here's a souvenir, you know, because he killed him. So he wanted to know oh. that he killed Benicio Del Toro for him. So he's like, now you can have the number. That, I don't want it no more. Numbers ain't that serious. I'll be 12. <laughs> exactly. That's what happened. <laughs> so when, when I was young, there was a, uh, uh, well, I you know, I, everybody know I used to be in the Air Force. There was a uh, master sergeant. And he wouldn't let me have number 11 on our basketball team, our intramural basketball team, because he was an Isaiah Thomas fan. And he wouldn't let me have number 11. So imagine if one, some, somebody who liked me chopped off, his, chopped off some skins off of his arm to make sure I got number 11. Mm. That wouldn't be that great. But anyway, <laughs> number 11 also has, uh, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know if anybody knows, I'm a little bit into numerology, you know, because of left eye. I'm a little bit into uh, numerology, just a little bit. And uh, 11 is one of the master numbers, you know, the, 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 the highly accepted master numbers are 11, 22, 33. And um, 11 is the first master number. It's the first of the double digit um, uh, numbers where it's, you know, a one and a one or two and a two. And, uh, um, you know, I'm a Gemini. So it's almost like the 11s are twins. And one is the strongest male number, and then one plus one is two, the strongest female number. So 11 ends up uh, being, uh, 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 people consider it one of the strongest numbers. That means we're going to have quadruplets? No. What? How How did you get that? I was born at 11-11. We already have four kids. I'm just adding them together. We're going to have four more. Uh, Not not up in here. Snip, snip. I ain't got that. (laughs) (laughs) Four more. Yes. (laughs) It seems like it's been... A long time since the last episode, but it was actually a shorter, it was shorter time. time this time. It don't feel long to you. It d- that's, that's what, what she, she said. Say, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that's already trademarked. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> All right, look. So last, okay. I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna uh, be fully transparent. Uh-oh. Last episode during, and I probably should have saved this for the question of the day, but I don't care. Last episode we were talking about um, a teacher that um a, a teacher that you wouldn't want to have a gun and i was i was telling this long story about this teacher i had in uh, elementary school elementary to middle school and when i went back to listen to the episode a good chunk of that was cut out and that never happened before it was a lot of interference and then we were ju- we just were silent mm. I'm not going to say what I think that was. What <laughs> God? I don't even know. It could be some supernatural entity. And if we talk about the number 11 mm. and we talk about the connection to the spiritual world based wow. on the number 11, or even if we talk about circles and, and squares and whatever, I'm not going to go too far into that because this is supposed to be a jovial show, mm. but it made me a little nervous. And we're just going to move on from that. So I'm just hoping that doesn't happen this time. And I apologize if the last episode seemed a little disjointed or whatever. I think somebody was trying to sabotage my episode. Creek did something to the episode. You think it was me? I think it was you. (laughs) And you trying to come on on here now and try to put a little disclaimer out. It was you. You knew what you was doing. Don't try to. You know what you was doing. I'll let you hear it. That wasn't me. It was was you. That was. I'm not going to say her name. okay. I'm going to take over another episode. All right. (laughs) We're going to see if it happens again. I'm going to just stay right here and turn your damn mic off (laughs) every time. All right. So, quote of the day. Quote of the day comes from Miss Michelle Obama. What? 
right you know and i don't know if y'all i'm not gonna say what the theme is but you know uh, hopefully y'all have been catching the theme and uh and who gives us our quarter today uh every every week and then you know this month anyway we're gonna have uh, a lot of females uh, a lot of female features and quarter today um but yeah comes from michelle obama and a lot of people consider her the best first lady we've had uh, we won't talk before this this last regime. We we don't talk about current presidential regimes. That is a, a very strict policy on this podcast. Now, yes. if we if we start having other guests and they want to talk about what they want to talk about, that's fine. But I'm not going to talk about the current presidential regime because it's a whole hullabaloo of BS. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but uh, so aside, I'm gonna ask Niche. Aside from this uh, first lady. Who do you think was the best first lady? Jackie O. Why? She, it was just, I, you know, I think I'm going to just have to go with my grandma, just her style and her grace. She was very poised, very quiet, but just her dress. Just, uh-huh. I just love her clothes. I like hats. Yeah. And, and, and all that and suits and stuff. And I just thought she was just a gorgeous first lady. You like so. that, that one uh, pink outfit that they always show? There's like a famous pink jacket that she had. Pink jacket. I know exactly what you're talking about. My grandma has that doll too. Yeah, and yep. it, you know, most some most of the time you won't see that jacket with the red stains on it and the uh, the brain chunks. Oh my god! But, uh, <laughs> you just had to go there. You get on my nerves so too soon. bad. Way too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Way too soon. You know you're wrong. I don't, Look, look, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. I'll never be able to buy a pink jacket now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully we ain't riding in a convertible, you know, and come up upon a grass and knoll. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon, unsolved mysteries. All right, but look, 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 my favorite first lady is uh, Hillary Clinton. I'm only saying that uh-huh. because she's the only one that could possibly be president soon. Like, well, I mean, possibly Michelle Obama, but, you know. Her she pr- ain't running. She, yeah, she, no. after she saw everything, how it went down, how her husband went from luscious dark hair to a gray-haired skeleton in, in no time, just based on the stress. Um, Mr. Obama uh-huh. will not allow his wife to be put through what he was put through running for president. You don't think and so? And the whole time he was president. You think he can stop her from doing, doing anything she want to do? Yes. I, I don't know. She is a strong black woman, but he is the head. Because I, I, I think they have a very traditional cause, household. Because whenever I really you, do. whenever I have, whenever I hear a woman say, the, even though those those words make sense together, and and they don't have to have a negative connotation. Whenever I hear people use those three words in succession in Which that one? manner, it, it's usually a, a non-submissive type of vibe. What three words? Strong black woman. <laughs> it's very specific. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. I love, no, but all right. So since we since we said the best first lady, we gotta go. We gotta ask about the worst first lady. Who do you think was the worst first lady? Are we a- answering that now? Yeah, yeah. No, this ain't the question of the day. This, oh, oh. We still leading up to the quote of the day oh, from I Michelle like, Obama. Okay, so who? Uh, who do you think? Who would you say the worst? It it don't even have to be like policies. How it could be how they look, they kids. I would have to go with Hillary Clinton. You can't say that because if she becomes president, 
And then she, she hears this now. episode because she gonna listen to this episode she not now, and she's she gonna be like oh i remember what y'all said she's not now though but she's gonna remember what we said that's okay that's fine because we're gonna be on new and noteworthy <laughs> yeah we are <laughs> but, yeah, I, but why you say hillary because she ain't snatched that heifer up when she found out what was going on <laughs> you think ain't nobody gonna do that ain't no normal woman just gonna <laughs> sit back and you know what? I stand by my man all day, but in the background, yeah. somebody is getting snatched up. How you know she didn't? Because I ain't heard from Monica in a long time. She might not be living. <laughs> Unsolved mysteries. No, she might be in prison with all the black people the Clintons put in prison. Oh, no. <laughs> That's too soon. Too, too soon. Too soon. Oh, she could be president. I shouldn't have said that. Oh. No. <laughs> But I, 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 you know, I gotta say, you got a point though. Uh, yeah. Just, but you, I mean, you gotta handle yourself with poise. But like you said, it could have been in the background. Can, uh, but it's Bill though. But like Bill you know Charming. What? Yeah. But you know what? You gotta handle yourself with poise. But the way my facial expressions are set up, like <laughs> Her face is always <laughs> like that. <laughs> he'd have been in a press conference saying something, and I'd have looked at him like. Like the, what? Like, like, the current, like Westbrook? Like the current? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all tripping. <laughs> right. Got time for it. Right. Mm. <laughs> nah, but, uh, nah, Hillary, I, I understand because Bill was very, very, or is very persuasive and he's very smooth. Did like, has Bill slid in your DMs? Nah. You got something you need to tell I'm, me? Look, I'm pretty, look, if Bill slid in my DMs, I'm pretty sure I would release some American girls that I had captive. <laughs> <laughs> that's Too the type soon. of smooth you know what that Bill we're gonna is. turn off your mic real soon <laughs> he's been real borderline today yeah you okay? can't tell my mic Ghani ain't here and I got the board you know what I'm saying <laughs> alright we gotta get to the quote <laughs> go and do the quote we gotta get to the quote the quote is from uh, Moshe- Michelle Obama Michelle Michelle she ain't in Chicago no more <laughs> Is she even from Chicago? She is. That's right. Underbites like that in Chicago. No, but look, Stop it. her uh, the quote is: "Success is only meaningful and enjoyable if it feels like your own." Um, I talk too much. So, how do you interpret that saying? Look, I always put Nisha on the spot. You because, always do. <laughs> I needed you to repeat it one more time. She don't. She don't see the quotes before I come on the show. Every time. <laughs> All right. So you know, I got to read it real serious again. Come on. Success. Is only meaningful and enjoyable if it feels like your own. You know what? What you think? At first, okay. So when I first heard that, I immediately think about like, um, like the kids that are that are forced to do sports and stuff and their parents are pushing, like their parents are living through them yeah. and the kids can't enjoy it because that's not something that they want to do. The parents are pushing them to play football and the child wants to play. Oh, let's say lacrosse. Uh, I see what you're Let's doing. Let's just say lacrosse. Don't take shots you know on the show. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, they may enjoy it, but it's not as enjoyable as it would be if it was something that they wholeheartedly had passion for. Yeah. That's that's how I take that quote. You know, I had a whole bunch of stuff I was going to say, <laughs> and none of none of them sum it up better than what you just did. Like, really? I, yeah, I, I think that because I was going – like, cause you use an exact example and it kind of goes alongside what I was thinking. Cause I, you know, I was thinking about like things having to have, you you having to have an, a, an internal motivation mm-hmm. for, for doing things. And you know, when you have success, if your uh, motivation is internal, like, like 
like if you're part of a group and there's a group achievement, you feel like you didn't really contribute. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna uh, enjoy the success of that of that group. You know Fruits what I'm saying? Of that label. Yeah, yes. yeah, right. Like you like, oh, it's gonna it's gonna be sour because I didn't help grow it the way mm-hmm. I wanted to grow it. So you know, uh, my advice is always own whatever you do, and if you're part of a process, own and appreciate the even if you only had a little part of that process, own everything that you do. And then like another thing, like don't be. I hate when like p- people piggyback off of other people's oh, success. That I just, I just hate the word piggyback. Yeah, like I there was one leader I had back in the day used to piggyback on the piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> like I know this ain't the same thing, but somebody would say something and then and then somebody would be like, you know, just to piggyback on what he just said, and, and then they would add to it or expound upon it. Speaking of that, I hate when people say if you say something like expand on that. Most of the time when somebody says expand on or expand upon, they mean expound upon. So fix it. As a matter of fact, the E for the day, the e, Romy Creek, the E stands for expound. Learn it. Stop saying the wrong thing. But anyway, I, like expand works in some 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 instances. Like if I'm like, Bob the Builder, and then you like expand on that. And I'm like, can we fix it? You know what I'm saying? I don't know why that was the first thing popped in my I head. I wish y'all could see my face right now. I'm genuinely lost. I, uh, me too. <laughs> But if you say, if I say Bob the Builder, you say expound upon that, I'll be like, oh, you know, Bob, he went to carpentry school. You know what I'm saying? He used to be a laborer, and then he went to, uh, he finished his uh, cert- his certifications. Now he's a carpenter, and, you know, he still builds sometime, but, you know, he'll have the yellow hat on, then he'll put on the white, okay, white hat because he's a foreman. Okay, come back. I just expounded upon it. We, so anyway, wow. you, they'll piggyback on the piggyback. They'll, they'll, they'll expound upon it. Then the next dude will be like, oh, let me piggyback on the piggyback. And then he'll say something else. But most of the time when they do that, they just repeat what you just said in a different way. Sit your ass down. So is that what piggyback really means? Because I don't think piggies like you on their backs. First of all, you shouldn't be eating pork anyway. Amen. Speak it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but also, 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 also. Like, so the, the quote is, success is only meaningful and enjoyable if it feels like your own. Um. A lot of a lot of those situations where 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 you are part of a process or or you see somebody doing something and they have success, um, it it leaves room for hating. Mm. Like just just be comfortable in what you're doing and try to achieve success and 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 own your own success. Does that make sense? It makes. It don't sense. make as much sense as as Nisha's take. I'm gonna start letting her do the quote of the day because it'll be short, concise, understandable. I just say stuff. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you know what? Because I, I was talking about, because um, this is a good segue. You know, usually we don't segue well. We just, just say stuff. But we're trying to get better. But we're trying I, to get better. Yeah. You I know. Segue. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want. And speaking of segue, you didn't the owner or the creator of a segue, didn't he, like, drive a segue off a cliff and die? Oh. Didn't, ain't I, that? I didn't know that, but if he did. Or was that the uh, hoverboard? Either way. Yeah, either way. Look it up. Educate yourself. But the segue, you know, because I was talking about, like, uh, uh, having achievements and stuff like that. But last week, the question of the week is, uh, it was, when has somebody gotten shine for your accomplishments? You know what I'm saying? And so this kind of segues into that, you know what I'm saying, with, with owning owning your part in the process and, 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 and feeling that something is meaningful and enjoyable because you, you own that success. Um, because I was also thinking about, like, um, family success. 
mm-hmm. and team success. So what what I've seen is like, so say if well, I, I won't. A lot of times, uh, I, I kind of operate on one one gender relationship. Like, oh, uh, you know, I l- look at it from my perspective. But say if say if me and you. Mm-hmm. We poor, right? And we we struggling to pay the bills. I get a job, and you know I'm, I'm becoming successful. And then I lose my job, and then you get a job, and you become more successful than me, mm-hmm. right? If if I detach myself and say, "Oh, Nisha is successful," and and she's bringing money to the house and 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 building, and I'm losing sight of the fact that we're all progressing because of your success, I'm going to hate on your success. Yep, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, I I don't feel." fulfilled especially in that dynamic where a man feels like he's supposed to be the one that's winning the bread Mm -hmm. so i should i i should this is a little bit different a a different uh nuance in in the idea of what that that quote um is saying but what i'm saying is i should own the success of the group in the unit which is my family as my own understanding that because nisha is gaining more money that might be some more money that i can spend you know what I'm saying? Or, 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 you know, if, if she's, if she's, uh, if she's making a good living and she's going to be happier in the house, you know what I'm saying? And it will be a better environment in the household. Just a lot of things you can take and say, okay, even though I'm not the one responsible, totally responsible for the entire success, it, it behooves me like mm. the, the success of the unit behooves me. It, but, and just like I'm not the one that's totally responsible for the success. I can be the one that's totally detrimental to the Ooh, unit by yeah. hating, by saying, Oh, I don't want my wife to out earn me. I don't want my husband to out earn me. I don't want, I don't, I don't want him to, to, uh, uh, get a promotion. I don't want him to, to go, get a part in a movie like a lot of stuff like that i don't want my teammates on my team i don't want uh the 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 the, uh first string quarterback to throw touchdowns i want him to get injured so i can come in the game well you you trash quarterback unless you nick Foles because he just won a super bowl Bowl. (laughs) you see what i'm saying so like you know i kind of you know i read it a little bit differently when i'm thinking about like like how people how how dynamics work within a unit when the unit is growing but a person doesn't feel like they're part of that success they can be detrimental to that, that was, unit that's by good hand. that that's good you, you flipped it around I, fl- I smacked it up flipped it rub it down yes yeah yeah, yeah later yeah. no but uh <laughs> <laughs> no but so that's what i was getting at like you know segueing into the question of the week that we asked last week you know when has somebody stole gotten shine for your accomplishments because sometimes you can be on it. You you, if I if I'm that backup quarterback like I was talking about, and and I sit down with Carson Wentz, you know what I'm saying, and I say, hey, learn to slide, stupid. And, you know he stays in the game, and you know he don't get hurt, but we win the Super Bowl. I should be like, yo, I contributed to that Super Bowl, but instead everybody's like, yo, Carson Wentz the best quarterback of all time. He learned how to slide instead of saying, yo, Nick Foles taught me how to slide. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. I wanted I wanted to ask the uh, the audience when if they um, someone else got in shine for their accomplishments and I didn't get uh, any responses this week but so I'm gonna let Nish tell us when is some hmm. when is somebody got in shine for your accomplishments and with your job I can see it oh, I was gonna talk about with the jobs with my kids go ahead bust it wide open oh wait a minute <laughs> that's a different show yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait before uh, you go a word from our sponsors what? 
back to that again? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry. Okay, so when has someone gotten shunned from my accomplishments? Yeah. Uh, this was a little bit after um, I made my first big promotion. And uh, we were doing packages, like this huge awards package uh, called Information Dominance. And I was on a roll. I I mean, the stuff that I was doing was huge. Uh-huh. But I was just a lowly staff sergeant. You tell them rank in there, day. Everybody fine. know your affiliation. Well, I mean, this is this is in the past. You're right. You know, this is in the past. Um, just a lowly staff sergeant. So I had obviously I had people above me. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was told that I didn't have enough to put a package together. Uh huh. Okay, fine. <laughs> So little do they know that I have access to all the drives and I see all of the packages that are being submitted. Oh, Lord. And uh, <laughs> one of the tech sergeants in my office, what do I see on her information dominance package? Everything that I've done. Ooh. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Nah. <laughs> nah. Look, the reason I made a sound is because... A lot of us are taught when you're in the military, whatever your troops do. Wait, were you her troop? I was not. Oh, never mind. I was not. So, you, so what she did for yeah. information dominance, you can use any bullets within the office. Ah. But because she because she was the ranking person in there, she felt like that she should be able to submit the package just for herself. So and that she, is like a team award. Uh, information dominance has uh, categories. Yeah. But they also have a team award. So she didn't submit us as a team. She submitted it as herself. You nerding and out like all this daggone jargon. Nobody know what you're I talking apologize. about. I apologize. So sorry. basically, that uh, senior that senior ranking person took your shine. Yes, that that's trash. They not that's okay. To but you know, it's fine. You it, good it, now? It made me a better. It made me a better person. I, I learned some things. And now you're on a poor paddle podcast. And here we are today. <laughs> <laughs> so when we take it even more personal, oh god, when somebody still steals going. my shine, I apologize, y'all. I got to get this off my chest. This ain't my your kids. show this week. That was last. It's week. It's all right, my kids. You, you know about who to get steals personal. my shine all the time? You about to get personal. I am. You know who steals my shine all the time? Who? It's my kid's father. Oh, God. All the time. The, the biological father. Yeah, the, biolo- the biological father of two of your kids. Yes. Be specific. I oh, want people. I apologize. Because people don't know that I'm the same person. They don't know that <laughs> Creek is, is, is me. So <laughs> yes, like I, come up hating on me in the streets. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but yes, I just I my kids are spoiled. Uh huh. Long story short, they're spoiled. Of course. So I've started to get a little bit more more strict on them because you know they're getting older and they're expecting more, but doing even less. If yeah. That's possible. <laughs> so it's like okay, now you gotta you gotta start working to earn your stuff. Yeah. So um, one of my kids got in trouble. Uh-huh. He didn't get a birthday party because he got in trouble. Uh-huh. Then I was going to get him a Xbox One, got in trouble, didn't didn't get it for him. But here comes biological daddy dun, 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 dun. whooping in to save the day <laughs> and buys my son a freaking Sega Genesis because that's what he wanted. You, what, the kids are going to hear this show, Nisha. They'll be all right. <laughs> we ain't going to let them listen to 11. We know which one it is. <laughs> but it comes in and, and swoops in and, and gets them that. And I took the time yeah. to buy my son specific things that he would like. My son is a very good artist. Uh. You know he the bomb. 
I the bought them sketch pads and <laughs> I bought them sketch pads and um, an art set and worked on uh, got them some books on how to draw different things. And I got told this is it. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the rest? Look, don't I? I don't don't feel so bad about it. Like one, when you the the non custodial parent and you're not around a lot. You got to do stuff like that. So let let him spend that money, you know, when it's But he going to tell me to not get the Xbox because he got in trouble. But that, then you still going to swoop in with a Sega Genesis? That was smart. <laughs> <laughs> that was smart. You got to look, because I got some out-of-state kids. They're not loose kids like a Nazi say. They're not, <laughs> they not loose kids, but they out-of-state kids. Why are we telling them a real business? I got some out-of-state kids. So when I swoop in... I got to make it worthwhile, so I understand it, but I understand your plight, too, because I also got to be the disciplinarian all the time because I got a beard. Oh, a, a beard makes you a disciplinarian? I mean. So that's why I shave mine, because I don't want yeah. to do it. Huh? Look, okay, it's, not, <laughs> it's never acceptable for men to have bald faces, yes. but it's only acceptable for some women to have bald faces and you have to have a bald face why because nobody look moving on look you because i <laughs> you know like i i was gonna talk about this a couple weeks ago and i got distracted but like beards everybody got beards now but it i was told that i can't promote if i have a beard and i you know it, it's kind of ridiculous because i can still kill people but like Everybody got a beard, and people are so worried about brown dudes with beards when all of y'all follow the teachings or or the example of a brown dude with a beard, Mm. okay? Muhammad, brown dude with a beard. Holly Selassie, brown dude with a goatee. Mm. (laughs) Jesus, brown dude with a beard. Won't he do it? Okay? I'm getting tired of this. Moses, brown dude with a beard. Mm. All these are brown dudes with beards. Okay, yes. y'all following the teachings of brown dudes with beards, but y'all afraid of and hate brown dudes with beards. So love us. I love y'all. Look, well, me, I love one girl, of y'all. girl. Just, uh, Nisha said. Nisha <laughs> said because you know when I came up, I came up with a white Jesus. Like everybody, they had pictures of white <laughs> you Jesus. You gonna put me out there like that? <laughs> Nisha said she, she said her Jesus was black with muscles and dreads, dreads and a and a goatee. He was. That's the picture I had. Li- I had in my living room. My whole life, I thought Jesus. I I know Jesus as a black man with dreads and a goatee. <laughs> this is my problem What's because I see like I. All right, so that's why you know I like Islam. We're not supposed to be talking about religion. I don't want to alienate anybody, but you know you ain't supposed to be idolizing people the way y'all do and and using them to control, using the images to control people and and making making their savior look like you, so you you're in place of their savior and their disciplinarian. Y'all know that's wrong. And I like the fact that uh, in Islam, there's no pictures and shrines and crap of Muhammad. It shouldn't be. And there shouldn't be no damn pictures of God because your stupid ass don't know what God looks like. You can't be talking about God and Jesus and saying stupid ass. Why not? Calm down. Ass is in the Bible. Calm down. <laughs> not in the there way we you go. <laughs> what? You're a stupid donkey. Give me donkey. that dude. You a, you a stupid donkey. Look, look, <laughs> stop interrupting me. I, I was on a roll. So look, <laughs> look, look, I, I don't like the white Jesus, but I also don't like the Jesus that looked like Raheem and him up the street with the, with the, uh, with the, with the tapered cut, like with the fade. Look, you didn't see the picture, so you don't know. I'm, what not, I'm talking talking about, about, <laughs> not talking about, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about that picture. Cause that that's wrong too. But the 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 fade, the pictures of Jesus with the fade and the and the lined up goatee, where he get clippers from? Okay, he had no clippers. 
He shouldn't look like that. So stop drawing him. Leave him alone. Okay, just just Lord. listen to the words. Listen to the spaces in between the words. Mm, that was deep. Like that one. All right, so we need a question for next week. Cause and I I came up with this one because uh you know we running out of time because I ain't paid for enough time. We've been going over lately, but uh, <laughs> we didn't go over last week. We didn't. That's because we had to cut out half the episode because my teacher spirit came in and or shut it down the episode. Just could have been because I followed my outline. <laughs> <laughs> so you had an outline. How about that? <laughs> Look, <laughs> I would follow mine if you didn't keep interrupting. Oh, see. I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to be crisp. Be quiet. All right, so look, look, no, no. We were talking about uh, Joel Santana. This fool, he had, he just turned himself in because he had a gun at the airport and he convicted felon. They say this fool got in trouble for selling drugs in like 2013. Wasn't he already like famous for a long time after that point? About that point? Like, wait till you see my eye. Like, all that was when I was younger. So, anyway, anyway. It made me think, because we're not going to talk about him, you know, ho- hopefully, you know, because I don't like seeing people go to jail. I also don't like people, I don't like seeing people do stupid stuff. But, like, what is, I hate going to the airport sometimes. I love it, but, like, going going through TSA and, and dealing with certain people, we'll talk about it next week. But what is the worst part of going to the airport for you? I'm sure if you're trying to take guns through the airport, that's going to be your answer. But if you have a different answer... Hit us up, 404-566-554. And also, like I said, you know, while I'm talking about that number, yo, go on iTunes, hit us up, tell, tell us what you think. And, I, you know, we include all the links for all the places you can listen to a podcast, all the places you can talk to us. You can talk to us on the blog. Nisha been been busting out them blog entries, so um, she the only one. The only one. Consistently busting out blog entries. But, you know, if y'all really want to get to know her, because y'all asked for more of her last week, and uh, she took over the show. But, yeah, if you want to get get to know her, you know, she might be talking some more about her kids and stuff, mm-hmm. revealing personal information. Sorry, y'all. Got to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, we we run out of time. So the business of the week, okay, Last week, what was it last week, Nish? Cute clicks, Miss Wanda. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Wanda. <laughs> yeah, so you know we did uh, we did two photography type things in a row, but like one was like a traditional photographer that was uh, Joe, and then we did cute clicks that does photo booths. So um, go back to the show notes of the last episode and uh, check out Miss Wanda because uh, everybody loves photo booths. Yeah. Like, people still do the photo booths in the mall, and that's like a really old thing, you know, but people love it, so. But this week, though, um, we want to feature and uh, talk about a business, Allen Poe Productions. So um, sometimes me and Nish go to this open mic up in Atlanta, and uh, um, it's an open mic held by, uh, it's hosted by Lady V. And we're probably going to feature some of her poetry next month, because next month is National Poetry Month. But uh, Lady V, the poet, um, she also has her own business, too. And they every second Saturday at Hodgepodge Coffee in Atlanta, uh, they do an open mic. And Alan Pugh be on the ones and twos. And, I, you know, I'm a baby DJ. Alan Pugh be up there playing. This is the dopest thing about being a DJ. You can play your own music and all your friends' yep. music. It's just like being on a, having your own podcast. Hey. So uh, Alan Pugh, he plays the dopest beats, and he has his own recording studio. And he keeps telling me to go, come down. I just don't be having time. But I need to go down there, man, and uh, and then get some work done, you know, record some stuff. He does mixing. He makes beats. 
everything. So, you know, check out Alan Pugh uh, Productions. I'm going to uh, include his links and everything like that. And, uh, you know, like I said, we we probably going to get Lady V to give us some poetry next month. I think we're going to do all poets next month. But uh, mm. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. good. Yeah. And so click them links. And the song of the week. What was the song of the week last week, Nish? What was the song? Renata Soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Renata. Um, she had the song Epic Moment. Um, she was yes. actually in the area doing a video, but we didn't get a chance to catch up with her because everybody's always busy, man. But uh, uh, shouts out to Renata Soul. Um, go back to the old show notes of uh, episode 10 and uh, check her out. Um, but this week. This week. Because Renata Soul is a friend of the program, and it has a very distinct meaning when I say it. This week, uh, the song of the week is Clouds by a young lady named Ebony. You know, so a couple weeks ago, we were doing more ratchet stuff. So, you know, we've been kind of grooving a little bit. And, you know, it's Women's Appreciation Month or whatever it's called. Because uh, people were telling people it was Breast Appreciation Month. That was you. That wasn't people. That was you. That was Trey Mack. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, but, uh, yeah, it, um, we kind of want to smooth it out. And we, we've been having uh, the young soulful ladies. So, we're going to keep it going with a soulful lady named Miss Ebony. She's on Facebook as uh, Honey Bunny Buns. Honey Bunny Buns? Now yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> That's what they used to call me in high school. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the track was actually um, sent to us by my boy Day, friend of the program. Um, he's out there, and uh, he's from Natchitoches, Louisiana. And, uh, you know, I met him in Shreveport. Day is a rapper, um, a producer, and he's been doing a lot of mixing and stuff for projects for us and people we know so uh hit up day if you need that but uh this chick ebony this is my first time hearing her hearing um a song from her and you know she's pretty 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 good so um yeah check out the song you know what i'm saying hit us up on itunes spotify uh stitcher tune in um we we got little samples on youtube uh, hit up our Instagram, you know, Romy Creek, uh, Dano Entertainment. Hit us up on Twitter, Paul Paddle Podcast, uh, Romy Creek. We everywhere. Just Google Paul Paddle and go to our website, baby. <laughs> go to our website. All right, look, look. So I ain't letting Nish talk that much. So before we close out, Nish, what you got to say? Bye, y'all. <laughs> That's it. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all, man. We love y'all, man. Have a good sandwich. Peace. Clouds, 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 go away. Can you save that rain for another day? My heart, my soul, it can't take it no more. Clouds, you fill me with the hurt that makes me Someday When I
when I need 